Ah, what a start. Hi. Hi. <laughs> um, and we're back from nothing. This from is the beginning. Time. Anyway, uh, welcome to What's the Point? <laughs> I'm Amanda. I'm Tapa. And we're back. Again, it's been a while. Yeah, since, since we've recorded. One. Yeah. <laughs> for Hopefully sure. not for people listening. Um, anyway, so we have a lot to get to, so we should just jump yeah. right in. You should, you should go first, because oh. I'm still deciding which check-in I want to use. Okay. Okay, so we're starting with our wind down Yay. that we do every week. Um, we have so a new wine. We do. It's it's red fresh. season finally. It is. Um, okay, so I want to talk about this is from a few weeks ago, but we haven't talked about it. Um, so I had a stand up show um, a few weeks back, uh, and one of our lovely guests was there supporting me. <laughs> that was a cute wave. <laughs> And, um, yeah, I submitted, like, a video from, like, the first show I've ever done and was, like, I'll probably not get it. It's, like, a 24-hour festival. And I was, like, I'll get, like, a 2 a.m. slot and it'll be, like, funny. Um, and nobody will be there. Um, and then I got a 9 p.m. slot and um, was, like, oh, shit. Um, and so it's, like, a all sorts of comedy festival and there's um like sketch groups and improv groups and um uh what was I saying so there was like sketch and improv in each hour and then um like one stand-up in each hour and so the stand-up was always listed like below the other groups and um so I assumed that meant I was going last um and that's not what it meant <laughs> Hopefully that doesn't come through. It's like some banging. Um, it's fine. Um, Love New York. <laughs> yay. Um, so I, um, so we get there. It's like a really small black box theater. And then the host comes up and she's like, oh, where's our stand-up? And I like raise my hand in the audience. And then she's like, okay, come on down. And I was like, oh, I'm first. Um which I didn't anticipate. And then I get up there and it's again, just like a small black box and there's no microphone, which as a standup <laughs> is very confusing. And so I just got up there and I was like, guys, I don't know what to do with my hands. Um, and then I really was just confused. So I just said it again. I was like, seriously, I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> no. So you talked about this the other day, very briefly with me. And I was like, I, like I I actually don't know how to do stand up without a mic. Um, like even when you practice you like in workshops and whatever like they have you do it with a mic cuz they're like I know. you're going to have one you have to know how to work I know. with it. Like, I practiced blah, blah. it with a mic. I didn't know what to do. Uh here's what you do. You put your hands in your back pocket. Um and that's it. Um <laughs> the right answer. It was the answer at the time. Um the other thing is just like keep your hands like in like a I don't know what is this mm -hmm. all right you're not looking at me <laughs> like what oh. is this like just keep your hands like this just like close I don't know like a, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> um yeah so it was a good lesson for me and just like going with the flow and it turned out fine people laughed when I said I didn't know what to do with my hands so it was a good icebreaker I mean I think that's so much of comedy just being honest yeah fucking honest like it was honest guys, i don't know what i'm doing here. <laughs> um yeah and they're like so. you're so funny <laughs> you're like yep <laughs> as it turns out <laughs> i guess i guess um, amazing yeah so that's my uh so do you feel like it went well i think so we can let uh our guest fred Sullivan answer that <laughs> he was there. not yet not yet Brad. um, um okay 
Cool. Yeah. What's going on? Okay. So um, I'm kind of all over the place. Uh, one, uh, so I, I decided I was going to talk about this and it's really um, not relevant to anything, but it's cold now in New York. It is cold now. Um, which I love. I love fall clothes and outfits. You're very basic. Oh, you, very. You own it. Very fine. much so. Um, <laughs> yes. I'm very basic. And so I... Um, I got these shoes last year and they, everywhere I go, they are like people just keeping like, oh my God, I love these shoes. They're so great. I'm like, I know I got them out of a dumpster <laughs> straight up and everybody's like, and it's my favorite thing. They're like, oh, what? That's um, amazing. That's yeah. the most New York. It thing. is. But like, here's the, here's the thing is they're like these really fancy ass designer shoes that like I could not afford ever. And somebody threw them out on moving day and they were in the top of the trash. So I took them. The top is up for grabs. For sure. They weren't like buried in gross things. They yeah. weren't touching anything. And so, but like by far the most compliments I've ever had on a pair of shoes. More than I've spent money on anything. <laughs> and I'm so proud. That's amazing. You should be proud of that. Thank if nothing much. else in your life. <laughs> Mo- mostly the shoes. <laughs> Proudest moment. Don't yeah. diving for shoes <laughs> on the streets in Brooklyn. Yeah. And not getting bed bugs from them. Because it's been a solid year. I'd know by now. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That's bleak. Um, I have some, uh, there's like friends of mine that are like, anytime they just like touch something on the street, be, they'll be like, I think I have bed bugs. And I'm like, oh, for oh, sure. God. I cross the street if so, I see a mattress. Like I just, fair. I can't be on the same side of the sidewalk as the yeah. mattress. You have to go to the other side and walk past and then come back. Always. You, it's no. <laughs> That's fair. Or like a couch. I don't know if we have talked about this, but still one of my favorite things, one of my favorite details in Kimmy Schmidt <laughs> that I missed, and then when I was rewatching it lately, I saw that the piano that Titus plays on says bed bugs. Like, yeah. <laughs> it does. <laughs> and I don't know why, but I love that so much. I just, I missed it every time before. And then I saw it. Oh and my I was God. Like, That's amazing. That's so great. <laughs> what a wonderful Everyone's New York detail. Yeah. I do feel like every time I walk past, like, sometimes there's like a good looking couch on the street, and I'm like, I mean, it's probably fine, you know, but nobody's going to take it. And then I just lament the if loss of this couch. You just can't risk it. Yeah. And then I'm like, this is sad. No one's going to take this couch. I passed one of the like luxury buildings in Midtown once on like moving out weekend, I guess. And there was so much nice furniture. And I was like, if I had a car, hands down, I would take some of the stuff. Like, you know, it's just rich people getting new stuff. <laughs> yeah. 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 So anyway, you know, the New York struggles. <laughs> that was what I wanted to bring up. That's great. Well, uh, let's uh, take a quick break and we'll be right back with our guests, uh, Fred Soligan and Zach Ray. Yay! Now we're back. Yay! With mics turned on. I almost forgot to turn their mics on. I got you, girl. That would have been bad. That was a gross wink. Um, <laughs> um, I'm a real good winger. I don't know what you're saying. Um, anyway, yeah. So we're back with our guests, uh, Fred Soligan and Zach Ray. Uh, they run a production company, Gray Hour Media, along with their friend, Giovanni. Call Antonio. Call Antonio. <laughs> I definitely forgot it already. Um, <laughs> I guess that's like a good name, though. Oh, man. That's what like, a name. Yeah. Yeah. What a name it is. That's why we keep him around. <laughs> <laughs> like, he looks good on the card. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, hi, guys. Hey. Hello. Thank you so much for coming. Um, we're really excited to be here. So yeah. are we. Yeah, very excited. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's funny because it's just like these, 
we were talking earlier, like in preparation for this and like these sorts of conversations about like career trajectory and like things like that are things that we discussed ad nauseum like all the time. Yeah. 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 Somebody so, wants to hear us talk about them? Like, yeah. So, oh, yeah. You want to hear us talk about what we talk about at Dunkin' Donuts all the time? Like, yeah, we'd love to. That's awesome. Yeah, Zach was like, should we like touch base and like talk about what we're going to talk about? And I was like, no. He was like, yeah, you're right. We've been, <laughs> been preparing our whole lives for this. <laughs> this is the moment. This is it, guys. Is it. It's all downhill from here. Right, right, right. Mm. We finally made it. <laughs> yeah. Eight. Um, so anything to say about our uh, our wind down? You were sitting right next to us for it, so. Uh, I'll say I was I was at Amanda's stand-up show. Yeah, how was uh, it? I mean, the handwork was tremendous. <laughs> I thought I thought it was Thank really you well done. So much. Um, the pocket, the, the hands in the pockets. That was the right move. The hands in the pockets. The hands clasped in front of Clasp. her. Clasp. Oh my That's god! You actually you really did that. Oh yeah, yeah, no, oh my definitely. God, that's amazing. And, and it was kind of like so funny. Yeah, you, I don't know. Yeah, you were, you would bring them together in a clap <laughs> in like a like a moment of yeah, like it would yeah a strong moment. Thank you. Uh, it was good, <laughs> and uh, it it was the first time I'd seen Amanda do stand up, so I was very excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was interesting because I feel like so much of a successful stand up set is sort of like defining your personal brand and your personal character. Like mm. aside from what the jokes are, like you're really oh, interested sure. in like, do I like this person? Do am I is it interesting to see them stand in front of a room? Uh and I thought it really was. Uh <laughs> because I, I think you do have like an an interesting kind of like softer energy about I do. you. Yeah. Uh, that's true. And putting you right in the middle of a room and having everyone like look right at you works really well. Oh thanks. It was great. So like <laughs> Feel free to grab the spotlight more often. Oh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> That's so I nice. I love it. So true and so sweet. I love it. Aw. That's amazing. What a nice moment to open this up. <laughs> <laughs> We're all friends. Um, well, yeah. On that note, let's That's talk true. about you guys. Yeah. <laughs> well, Enough like, about me. <laughs> does Zach have anything about the wind down? And he was not at the stand-up. So, did, did you uh, grab any, Have you ever grabbed anything out of the trash? <laughs> oh, you know I have. <laughs> Uh, and it's funny because I like I, I did it for a long time without being cognizant of like the risks of the risks at all. Uh, and, like sh- like couches, uh, like furniture, like you know wooden things, the things you're not supposed to grab. Yeah, and I got right. away with it, you know, for a long time. And then you know I brought in something one day, and uh, my roommate was just like, "What are you doing? Like, what do you mean?" You know? uh, and he he got really freaked out about it, and he he didn't let me keep that thing. That's so, tough. Oh no! Wow. I'm so sorry. That's good. Yeah. One time, I one time my roommate brought back um, uh, moss from Savannah. You know the moss that like hangs yeah. off the trees. Wow! I was like, that has so many bugs in it. <laughs> like, oh, it's so pretty. Though. Do not. Yeah. It is. Worth but it. Don't put it yeah. in the house. Worth the bugs. <laughs> Unlikely. I feel like that it would stay alive in I, it, climate. It didn't. Is. It was fine. But. <laughs> Oh, God. I was that room. I freaked out. <laughs> yeah. No, it's good. Also, there was that time, I think, and this was like, we can sort, this is like kind of an interesting way to transition into professional talk. Oh, great. Uh, we were missing that. <laughs> a huge, a huge boon for us. Yeah. Uh, we had, we had just moved to New York and we were just struggling to find gigs doing little bits of post-production stuff. Mm-hmm. And we were both pretty much working off of just old computers, cheap laptops, uh, and then one of our friends who went to a college around here was like, hey, someone's throwing out these massive Mac Pro towers. Oh, what? my God. Yeah. So we just Amazing. grabbed them. and As you should. Yeah. And 
that was a huge step for us in terms of being able to do some of the special effects work and just general animation work that we needed to really yeah. establish ourselves as far as post-production went at that time. Yeah, wow, that's just, crazy. It was, it was really wild. And it's, it's, I think it was because, you know, with a college, they have to go through like a whole like de-acquisition process and all that crazy stuff. It's easier for them to just like throw it by the dumpster and like on the download, let the students know if you want to go by the dumpster, you know, you might want to. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, there were like 20, 20 like very capable 20. computers there. There were a lot. Uh, there were a lot. Uh, and we took three <laughs> uh, and gave one to a friend. Uh, and yeah, and like upgraded them. And, and uh, yeah, I, I, that's always kind of an interesting thought for me just about how, uh, you know, weird random things do happen. Uh, yeah. Kind of like it's, it's, it's not all about uh, uh, working just as hard as you can, which obviously that's, you know, an important part of it. But like there are just weird, weird, but also taking advantage of trash. Taking advantage of trash. Yeah. Yeah. One man's trash. (laughs) (laughs) Another man's trash. Exactly. It's very applicable to anyone in any creative field. Oh, sure. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. It's like I can definitely make something of this. (laughs) So uh, let's start with like, can you guys explain like, each of your sort of specialties in post-production or what you were aiming to do and how that's transformed or sure uh well i think i think we both have a pretty broad set of interests and a pretty broad skill set that we've both developed uh which has been handy in terms of when we set about making a project between just the two of us we can hit a lot of the bases um can I can I stop you and make you like make Even out with the microphone? Closer. Yeah. Oh, this oh does. I can hear you now. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm I'm just yeah. Okay. Good. It's all good. Keep um, going. Okay. <laughs> we can all hear you better now. <laughs> um. But yeah. So I personally uh, work a lot at trying to be a better writer. Hmm. Uh, I work a lot to be a better director. I think naturally I'm, I'm a pretty strong editor and okay. that's what I do professionally and how right. I support my other creative pursuits. Uh, and in a pinch now I've been working to get better as a sound mixer to sort ah. of fill that last spot when we can't afford to bring someone else on board or yeah, yeah. have trouble finding someone that we really trust for a certain project. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And I guess I've sort of filled in that other side of um, the aesthetic, you know, part of like the image part of the, of the mm. equation, you know, and obviously that all of it all gets mixed up and it's, it's all very collaborative. Um, but yeah, I've always, uh, worked with cameras pretty well and had a good sense for that sort of thing. Um, in filmmaking, uh, there's the, there's a process of post production color correction, which is pretty common these days. And, uh, so I do that, uh, or learn to do that as well. And then, you know, uh, if there's any visual effects or anything fancy like that, I, you know, that sort of, um, comes into my territory, so all that sort of like image related stuff is is the half that I um, bring to the table yeah and and i it is true that it is all very mixed up, and we 're talking through every step of the process pretty in depth and working things out and uh, we're we 're lucky to have found each other and another group of creators who are really in sync and like can pretty much be on the same page and make similar choices about these things, which is really nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And you guys you guys grew up together, right? Um, so <laughs> uh, the the other person we we started this company with, Giovanni, and I grew up together. Oh, damn, I got it wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, 
but then Zach and I met in college and started okay. working together. Uh, and also our go-to uh, jack of all trades and very talented sound man Sam Weiner, <laughs> who you can hire. Who you can hire. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he also went to MassArt, and we all work together now, which is really great. Do you, that's what I was going to ask. How did you guys kind of find each other? Was it all through school? Because um, you you mentioned finding a great group of people to collaborate with. You know, how do you feel like you came across that? Was it just sort of luck? Did you find each other in yeah, class? Yeah, I mean, it definitely started with school, um, and that's just a great, great place to to get mushed into a space with people and, and kind of be forced to work with them and and uh, and uh, figure out uh, which parts of yourself work best with other people. Um, and I know a lot of people who who did go to school and and found uh, really close collaborators. So I think it's uh, uh, honestly, more than the education, I think that's probably the number one benefit of, of going to school for a creative pursuit yeah, yeah. Um, is finding those people because it just seems to be a really common thread among people I talk to. Um, and then after that, yeah, you uh, being in New York, if you try, you know, you will naturally find people, whether that's at, you know, meetups or at, in our case, film festivals or stuff like that. Uh, you can sort of expand your base and, and, and soak up other people and um yeah, and, and find new avenues and new people to work with. That was going to be kind of along the lines of my next question. So, like, if somebody is listening and, like, is like, oh, I would love to do production, like, how would I get involved in that? So you mentioned, like, meetups or school. Are there any other ways you could think of or? Well, <clears throat> there it is. There's that <laughs> Um It's, it's tough because I, I do think on one hand that, you know, uh, a common topic is we've been very lucky uh, I talked to a lot of people who <laughs> <laughs> I talked to a lot of people who would like to be doing more production work, other directors, uh, cinematographers, and things like that, but they don't have that sort of like strong base team that yeah, they can yeah. collaborate with mm-hmm. on a regular basis. Yeah. So I do think it it is difficult and it is lucky to find those people. Um, as far as after school, for me, I knew I wanted to. Because I, I like writing, but I knew I wasn't doing it consistently enough mm-hmm. uh, in order for us to be producing as much content as we wanted to, because we wanted to get a lot of reps and really practice and hone our craft on the production side. Uh, so I found a lot of really talented people through UCB, uh, Marina, and Nico, whose stuff you can check out. They're really great. <laughs> uh, and what did you what uh, did you do at UCB? Uh, I went and I took Sketch 101. Okay. Uh, and that class I was in was absolutely loaded, full yeah. of people I still work with uh, nice. to this day, which amazing. is pretty amazing. Yeah. Uh, do you feel like that's common or do you think that's more of like a fluke? Uh, I mean, I, 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 I can't say. You, know, <laughs> you only did that one? <laughs> I, I, was, I was one for one, so I can't say I whether it's like common. I feel like for sketch, it's maybe it's a little bit more common. I think there's a little bit more of a serious thread there, whereas like improv is people are like, I like Amy Poehler and I want to like do improv. <laughs> And so they go do that, and there's probably less of a seriousness about it, or like more of an understanding of like, I'm probably not going to do this as a career. Mm-hmm. But for if you're like trying to write, like, then you would want that to be produced, hopefully. Yeah, that makes sense. And, uh, you know, I, I do think that's a good point. When I, so I'm taking an acting class now, and um, my, the level one class I had, like, I feel like it was such a good class. We're all still really close. We're all getting drinks tomorrow. And, um, you know, I, 
it was weird to me because I'd, I've taken improv and usually like at any point during improv or even like stand up, like you get like halfway through and people are like, nah, I'm done. And then by the end of the class, you, you just have your core group. But with my acting class, like everybody stayed and then everybody's still doing it. And I'm like, oh, this is weird for me. So I don't know. I was curious if that was. Yeah. Well, I feel like that's another like it just seems more serious. Yeah, maybe. Avenue. I don't know. Sure. <laughs> I gotcha. So speaking of um, stuff, I want to talk about your show a little bit. That um, was, I want to get the thing, what it, oh, NYTV. New York TV. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, best us. comedy. Congrats. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. You guys, it's called Smoocher. It is called and Smoocher. you can find it on YouTube and we'll put a link somewhere. Oh, for sure. Um, That'd be awesome. Um, yeah. I want to say I really liked it. <laughs> and I also, I have been wanting to tell you this for a long time my i think my favorite character was just the boss that was like super incompetent like i don't i just think that that's such a relatable character and like every time i saw him i was like yes <laughs> what's he gonna do now like, you know, he's he's great and he's such a great actor yeah. uh dave eber he's just incredibly talented really fun to work with uh, yeah i was i was so happy that he he was on board for that yeah really great yeah, to work with incredible yeah yeah, um, it was. Yeah. I mean, it's very cool. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm pretty happy with it in retrospect now, and um, I think it's uh, it's a good it's a good measure of something if like six months or probably a year now on you know that you're still uh, that you're still into it. Um, yeah, I, I I enjoy it more now. Yeah, uh, which is which is a process I think is natural to go through with any project, uh, getting it over the finish line. Yeah, you yeah. just like. When you're looking at something that closely for so yeah, long. Yeah, you start just like second guessing and everything. you're like, maybe the other thing was fine, but no, I'm going right. to do this. Wait, maybe it's all wrong. Like, just keep going in circles. Uh, yeah, sure. But in retrospect, we are. We're really happy with it. And we love awesome. New York Television Festival. Uh, it's kind of been, it, we, we've had a relationship with them for a while. Uh, I wrote a pilot five years ago now, maybe. Uh, and that was the first pilot we produced independently and it oh, got, wow. it got in there and we got a couple of meetings and it was a really good experience. And since then we've sort of, even when we haven't gotten in, we've sort of set our clock production wise by trying to get something in for their deadline because it, mm. it is such a good experience. That's um, awesome. And it's nice now, now, you know, four or five years later, we, we won something and we feel pretty good about it. Uh, as far as, you know, uh, setting goals for yourself and, yeah. 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 Benchmarks. Yeah, that's really I awesome. love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, kind of a kind of solid question. How do you guys go about um, finding actors? Sure. As an actor, I'm curious. <laughs> <laughs> well, so it, it, it's been an interesting process. Uh, so for a lot of our projects, we wind up working with writers who are also sort of serving in creative producer roles. Mm. And a lot of times they are coming to us and they're like, these are the people we'd like to cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and generally it's, it's people who know each other organically through the comedy scene here. Mm-hmm. Mostly are, yeah, are who yeah. we wind up working with. And I think that's one of the benefits of being in New York and working in New York is making those connections and having access to really talented people and encountering them. And I'll say even in the couple of instances where I haven't been working with a creative producer and I've been more in charge of casting on my end, I have tended to look for people that I've just seen and admired from their performances around the city. Uh, for our most recent pilot, we got Brandon Scott Jones to participate and he's just someone I'd, I'd seen, I'd worked with on some UCB projects and he's just really funny. And yeah. 
I think one thing that's great about people in New York specifically and people in creative pursuits in New York is they just want to make stuff. Yeah. They want to make yeah. stuff that they like. Absolutely. And they're not going to give you a hard time about it. If they like the script, they'll, they'll help you out. Mm-hmm. It's really great. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. So an, another yeah, way, way we're fortunate. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And it's... Um, uh, totally blanked. <laughs> wow. Uh, It'll come back. Yeah. When it comes back, just interrupt whoever's talking. Okay, we can, we can like, just keep back. staring at you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we can wait it out. What, um, so you guys do a lot of comedy stuff. Is Do you exclusively like yeah. comedy? You got it. Do Go. Want, should we edit that out or something? No, yeah. okay, keep great. going. All right. <laughs> Sorry, I said that about the editing. Um, no, I was just going to say that's like a good, you know, related to New York, like that's a good um, thing about, uh, you know, keep keeping to keeping on and, and keep putting yourself out there and just pursuing any avenues that you can because like it can feel, you know, from Brandon Scott Jones' perspective, you know, he's just out there. He's doing whatever he can to make other people aware of him and it doesn't necessarily, I guess what I'm saying is it doesn't necessarily show that it pays off until it does, you know, mm. Uh and those, Oof. you know, you, you just you just put yourself out there, and then uh, and and things come along. But it doesn't. You, you you won't necessarily know when those things are coming. So it don't you know don't get discouraged. Uh, yeah. When they don't. That's nice. Thank you. I like you it. Made it's us all feel so much better. <laughs> Everything that we're doing with our lives. <laughs> it's all gonna pay off in the end. Um, no, that's awesome. Uh, so you guys, specifically, what kind of draws you to comedy specifically? Uh, sure. And and. I think I I pull us more in that direction as a team for sure. Uh, when we first got here, it seemed like partially. I, I think when we moved to New York, it seemed like a solid scene that was easy to get involved with. Uh, yeah, people who are writing sketch comedy want to see it get made, and they want to see it get made fast, mm-hmm. and they're excited to to help you get something done. Uh, and it's a great way to meet talented actors and talented writers who can help you accomplish the things you want. Uh, so then from there, that's, that's why I started taking classes at UCB. And then we started making yeah. things with those people. And we just sort of have started uh, growing up in that community at this point. Uh, and I really enjoy writing comedy, but I, I, and I love directing it, but I don't rule out that We'll, we'll try something else at some point. I, I feel like Zach has, has a bit of an, an itch for that at this point. Yeah, I, I do. Um, only because I, I think, at least especially coming from like a cinematographer perspective, which is mostly what I do on our work, uh, it, it's sort of, they're, they're different itches. And obviously that's, that's true for writing as well. Um, yeah. And you want to, you know, as a writer, I assume you want to sort of lean into what you feel like you're best at. Um, and as a director, of course, too, and what your resources are. Um, but I do feel like, yeah, it's it's... Uh, it, it feels like something that I would like to investigate more and, and, and just sort of uh, get interested in more. I do feel like that's something that's always a little bit true of kind of creative pursuits, though, too. It's like once you get comfortable, it's like you have to kind of push into something else, I feel like. Yeah, yeah a new way to challenge yourself. Yeah. yeah. Something. The yeah. other thing I was going to say, too, that I was thinking of as you were saying that, and I do feel like... Um, so I've done a lot of comedy or improv, comedy improv, <laughs> both of those things, uh, uh, more so with the pit than used to be. Um, but I do feel like one of the things about the, it is a, a community and it's very, um, I find it to be very supportive and not that, you know, outside of acting it's not, but 
I feel like another thing about comedy too is that it's so, and it can be, it, it's it's so scrappy. Like it's just like we want to get this stuff done, so let's all just kind of do this. And like it's okay if something's a little bit ridiculous or this looks like whatever. You know what I mean? In the way that like I don't know, in acting sometimes you're like we have to be very serious about this, you know? Like and I'm like guys, it's fine. <laughs> like we're also in a basement. Like we can just make it work. Like um, yeah. So I don't know. I do I do love that about comedy when they're like we're just gonna make this project and yeah. whatever it requires. Yeah, absolutely. And- and that's been, you know, especially early on when it was just like, I think there was there was one year where we made like 14 comedy videos in a year. Oh, wow. Uh, and, that's a bunch. you know, as as people on the production side of it, we're always pushing to get it to look better and uh, be a little bit more cinematic or whatever. But right. also we were operating in a really safe space where it was just everyone was happy that work was getting done and we were all just trying to improve our craft. Uh, and that's very much been the the atmosphere and energy I've gotten out of the comedy community here, which has been great. I'm I'm pro comedy community in New York. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's 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 been interesting because it's it. I agree with you. Like early on, it's like people don't really care uh, too much. I think a lot of people are just trying to make content, or if they're actors, just trying to get themselves on screen. You know, same for the writers. Uh, and so we could you know sort of have our own little sandbox to like. Uh, you know, to spend two hours trying to figure out how to make a light look good, which we were. <laughs> uh, yeah. sometimes we still do. Uh, but uh, but that kind of you know having that room to play and grow uh, and and move into the types of make the types of films that we wanted to make, uh, uh, even inside the, that comedy trajectory. You know, now people are coming to us uh, for that. You know, I mean, for plenty of reasons, but just like you know having having that time that easy space to grow in uh that low stakes space to grow in uh and now uh now now people can come to us and 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 see that uh and come to us for that yeah and this this can sort of tie into uh what i think is an it has been a really important thing for us in in terms of creating those safe spaces for yourself where you feel like you can uh be creative and take risks and invest in stuff that doesn't necessarily have a big budget. Uh, it was a choice we made really early on when we moved to the city that we wanted to invest in, you know, a, a small kit uh, of production gear. Like first it was just uh, a Canon 7D and some lights from Home Depot. That was our first kit. Uh, and over time we've grown that kit and it's paid for itself in terms of it allowed us to pick up different production clients for corporate videos and things like that. But I think that's been really essential in terms of allowing us to be like, yeah, you don't have a budget. You want to make a little sketch. We think you're funny. We'll just bring our stuff. We'll shoot it. Uh, and we'll all learn something from it. Right. Because when you have, when you're, uh, when a production costs, you know, at minimum a couple hundred dollars, even just a couple hundred dollars worth of rental equipment, you know, and of course the, you know, going to get it and organizing all that, like once it becomes like a huge deal, uh, that puts a damper on, you know, the types of things that you're willing to do. Uh, and, and like you said, the types of risks that you might be willing to take, you know, you might cut yourself off a little bit earlier and say, you know, well, I, I don't want to do that. Or on the flip side, okay, well, we, we you know, we're going to spend $5,000 on this production and we're going to, you know, make a, one production a year because that's all we can afford to do. Um, you know, that's, that does not lend itself to risk taking. It doesn't lend itself to experimentation. Um, you know, I, I would definitely recommend, uh, yeah, owning a small piece of, of kit the way that 
the way that we did, you know, even if just, just having something that's sitting in your home that you can take out and go outside and make something quick with and just give you that little extra bit of, uh, of experience um, is really, really worth it without having that threshold of, of money or time, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, and I feel like that's a little bit of like what we've done, even with this show is like, Fred's yeah. like, yeah, yeah uh, <laughs> it's like, look at this setup. You, you can't, you can't see the setup at home, but it's, it's really, they, they have a great set of mics and a cool mix station. It's, it's great here. And we spent very little money on this. Um, yeah. I mean, it did, it did like, require yeah. some investment. Um, yeah. But, you know, ultimately, I think it was definitely worth it in order to get a better sound quality. Um, we tested out. I have a mic. Have more control yeah. over what's happening. Or, like, like you can rent, like, podcast studio space. But mm-hmm. it's, like, I don't know, closer to, like, $60 an hour. Like, affordable, but also annoying. And then we take our time, and we're drinking wine and whatever. Yeah. Um, so that's not. Yeah. And I, had, I have a mic that I use to do... Um, when I do like cell tapes or whatever for certain things and it's, it sounds fine on like what I do. But when we tested it for this, I was like, this is not, yeah, it wasn't the right thing. So like we yeah. had to find the right mics and yeah. whatever. So it was and a little we didn't, bit of investment. But... We still didn't spend a ton of money. Like these are not high quality mics still, no, <laughs> but they Sorry. do the job. Like they're <laughs> fine, you know? <laughs> yeah. But they're better than like super cheap. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, and just like understanding the quality discrepancy yeah, that you're, you're working with. That's acceptable. And you don't um, have to yeah. spend a shit ton of money on a $200 mic. Like you can get a $40 one and that's fine. <laughs> like, yeah. It's going to be fine. Another um, interesting sure. aspect of that that's kind of opened up in the last like year for us is like equipment uh, rental online. There's mm. like these websites now where you can just oh. put your own gear on there. Really? And like, yeah, they kind of market themselves as like Airbnb's like the Uber equipment of... rental. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Insert your favorite startup. Of <laughs> uh, so yeah. And it's like a really nice way to make some of that income back. You know, I mean, you guys could probably throw it up on, you know, when we you're not using it. Cause that's that. the thing. Oh if you're not God, using it, if you're not, you know, <laughs> Wait, I mean, we use it once a week you know right yeah. same with the film equipment more or less yeah. once a week once every two weeks the rest of the time she's sitting in my room yeah you know? so yeah. boxes under the bed uh, you can make some yeah, yeah thanks some of that you'll have to let us know that website sure <laughs> we'll we'll uh, put we, a link to it or something too yeah. well we use a kit split and yeah. share grid which yeah. are both great uh and yeah and part of it for us is like it's allowed us to keep growing our equipment any money that we make through renting out equipment we put you towards buy more. buying more gear and yeah. that improves the quality of our productions mm-hmm. and uh, it's just it's allowed us to grow in a, in a really positive time. way yeah that's freaking awesome guys i love it i love it um do you guys have day jobs as yeah. your production company? Yeah. Yes. how do you balance that with like it's a hard thing to do i think yeah having a day job and, and still trying to be available for things on the weekends and the evenings and whatever. Right. So again, uh, I feel we've been, this is another situation where we've been pretty lucky. Uh, when I first moved to the city, my, my first day job was, uh, I worked the front desk at the museum of sex, uh, which was an experience. I did not know that. It's real. That's real. That was, that was my first job. I was making like $11 an hour. Was that as awkward as like you think it would be it was it was it was weird it was a weird time it was a weird thing to do when tourists ask me directions is to point them toward the museum of sex perfect that's great (laughs) i one time was an extra in a show and we staged like at this place it was i I forget what the, the place was some auditorium but it was like behind the museum of sex and then where we were actually filming was like on the other side of it so all day we just walked back and forth like in front of it <laughs> kind of weird but like, just every day i was like hey and like you'd see people walking in and out and you're like 
And they're looking at you because you're like dressed up walking down the street with all the other people. So yeah, it was it was interesting. Um, but yeah, so so I, I was working there, and then uh, as soon as anyone paid me any money, like I was I was taking I was taking editing gigs that were like twelve. 14-hour shifts for, like, $100. Uh, and as soon as I remember uh, uh, a producer we work with offered us $1,000 to make two, like, full-scale, fully-produced videos. And <laughs> I immediately was like, I immediately quit my job. And I was like, this is it. I'm a full-time <laughs> filmmaker now. Oh, my God. Which is crazy. And, I mean, part of how we were able to do that was uh, we, at the time, found a great deal on an apartment and also... It was a two-bedroom, and there were three of us in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zach, Zach bit the bullet and took the living room as as his living space. And you're we, a hero. And we Zach. were only spending like like four hundred dollars a month on rent, which in New York is it, outlandish. I'm tiny. like, oh, wow. that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were eating like shit boyardee and stuff. Yeah. So like a thousand dollars. I was like, we're made. We're made in the shade. <laughs> um, How long wow. did that last? It, well, you know, because from there, I mean, we started picking up. You know, not great work for a while, but we found some. We were lucky enough to find some consistent editing work, and we were lucky that we came here together. And if one of us couldn't take a job, we'd throw it to the other one and bring each other in on gigs. And uh, over time, that that allowed us to be when you're when you're a freelance editor or a freelance post production, you have a lot of control over your schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if you want to shoot a certain day, you you can just tell people that you're booked. And if you've made enough money to pay rent by then, then you can just take that time to do what you want to do. Yeah. Uh, so freelancing is a is a really great way to sort of, one, be working in a field that's similar to what you want to be doing and getting some reps in that way, but mm-hmm. also having the flexibility to do the things you want to do. Yeah. For so sure. I, I continued to work freelance. I still work freelance. Fred now works full time. Um, and I don't think either is the right or the wrong way to do it necessarily. Um, like Fred said, there's, there's plenty of advantages to freelance. Um, I just can't stand working 40 hours a week. I can't do it. <laughs> and having like 10 days of vacation a year. And actually that's, Fred's got a better situation than that. Yeah. So, so, so I, I have a situation now where I, I basically permalance at a company mm-hmm. and, you know, I can, I, if I want to take a month off to work on a project, I just oh, have to nice. tell them in advance yeah. that yeah. I'm I'm not available for yeah. a month or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's been, that's a nice, that's yeah. 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 It's a really nice setup. Sounds rare, but (laughs) it is pretty rare. Again, I've been very fortunate, uh, in a, in a lot of different ways and it's a great place to work for freelancing. Like I always feel like, like even with like, I do marketing and I, I feel like I could do like freelance marketing, but it's so scary to like take that jump and like work so hard to find clients. Mm -hmm. Uh, do you feel like they came to you and like through your community or did you really have to like seek them out? Uh, I mean, for a long time they, they did come to us. Uh, and you know, obviously we were putting ourselves out there as much as we could, but you know, we had a few professors in, uh, in the school we went to that hooked us up and, and we got a lot of jobs through them. And then of course, you know, your name gets, if you do a good job, your name gets passed around. Um, and that's not always true. You know, it is, it is kind of a feast or famine thing, freelancing. Um, so you do have to be comfortable with that. I know a lot of people aren't, um, yeah, that terrifies me. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it. Um, you kind of just have to learn to treat your finances that way and um, and not overextend yourself when the money is, is flowing right. um, and just kind of be cognizant of that. Yeah, and, and emotionally. When, <laughs> when when the jobs aren't coming in, you have to be like, well, right. I'm on vacation, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just, you just have to take... Just put a positive spin. I love how positively you spin everything. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. 
Um, so that kind of brings me to, uh, if, so uh, I always have like seven things going on in my head at once. I'm trying to focus. Um, so you've talked a little bit earlier about um, uh, like, like things hang off eventually, right? So like I think that um, – and especially like creative industries can be really difficult to just keep going at consistently. How do you kind of make sure that you, you know, have some sort of sustainability? Financially speaking or creatively, career wise, I mean, to, to continue going. Right. I mean, I, you know, I don't think I would be able to work, uh, in this field, uh, professionally if I didn't have these side creative things. Um, like our, you know, our company, Gray Hour is, um, is pretty much just for our own projects at this point and the projects that come to us. Uh, it's not like a, it's not like a big commercial agency or anything like that. Um, so I do plenty, most of my freelance professional work outside of it. Um, and I, I would say something I've realized over, you know, the last, you know, seven, eight years living and working in New York, uh, your craft alone is not enough, at least for me, you know, you can be doing exactly what you want to do, which is, um, you know, filmmaking, uh, post-production camera, whatever it is. Uh, if the work is not what you want to be, if the type of work, the content isn't what you want to be doing, it's not enough. Um, mm. so I definitely would not be as, uh, happy and healthy, uh, and satisfied creatively if I didn't have these, um, projects that I work on with Fred, with uh, other collaborators um, that I have, uh, which I'm super grateful to have. And I talk to people sometimes who don't have those uh, collaborators, right. uh, who don't have those people in their life. And um, uh, and I'm just super grateful that I do. Um, so yeah, in terms of keeping yourself going creatively, it's definitely, um, for me anyways, it's having those those projects that you can really put your yourself into um, passionately. And uh I know people have different schools of thought on that. You know, some people are trying to make their career be what they want to do. And right. I respect that. Um, for me, I've kind of come around to the opposite side, which is, you know, do, you know, have fun doing your work, you know, because it's your craft and it's what you want to do. Uh, but don't put all your eggs into that basket because rarely will it pay off for you. Um, you know, I think there's probably, you know, a very limited number of filmmakers, uh, in America today who are doing exactly what they want to do for money and don't have to deal with any bullshit from, uh, <laughs> from higher ups or from, from studios or from clients or like, you know what I mean? Um, right. have that thing that you, that really gets you going artistically and that you can, and that you don't have to fight with anyone on. Um, and that you, uh, that, that can really satisfy you and, and fill that, that niche for you. Uh, yeah. And, um, that that's all very true, and I think probably the the most important thing is uh, finding great collaborators with and building long term sustainable relationships and deep friendships and, and creative relationships. Uh, and then I think I think what's a little more complicated for me on on some level, and what's been been really essential in terms of you know, continuing to strive for what these sort of long-term goals are is, uh, is not, is allowing myself to be process oriented and enjoying the process of, of making these projects and not only thinking about what they can do for me, you know? <laughs> uh, cause I do see that with, with a lot of people in different situations where they're like, well, I made, I made this film. <laughs> this is the one. You know, I, I'm going to be able to leave this all behind and, and <laughs> be a millionaire now and everything's going to be great. And it's it's good to be working towards those things. Uh, 
but I don't think it's fair to the project to put those expectations on it. Mm. Uh, and it'll limit your ability to enjoy doing the thing if you're so worried about what the thing's going to do for you. Because you think every little thing has to be great. And it's like, it yeah. does. It like, it's a, it's a learning process. Like you, go, yeah. Yeah. You, you just want to be getting better all the time. Uh, I couldn't agree more. It's like, it's so cliche to be like, it's, you know, it's about the journey, but like, it really is. You know? <laughs> like, if you, if you put, if you treat every project as a stepping stone, then it will be, and, and you won't ever be really here and enjoying it. Uh, uh, I, I mean, who knows, but I, I'm tempted to say you, you never will, you will never get to that point of, of, of reaching the project where you're like, okay, this is it. And maybe if you do, then you won't know what to do when you get there, you know, like. Wouldn't that uh, be the worst though, if you were like, yeah. uh, like. I think it was a TED talk I was listening to and it was the lady who wrote um, Eat, Pray, Love, mm -hmm. the, the the book and that turned into a movie. And she was like, it's the weirdest thing knowing that like the greatest success of my career is probably behind me. Mm. And she's like, and I was just like, oh, like what, what do you do with your life? You know, being like, well, I, I did the thing <laughs> like, and yeah. I was setting out to do. And now it's like, what is, what do I do? But, but I, I think, yeah, I think at its core, it's the idea that, uh, she and, and most of us uh, do what we do because we're compelled to, you know. Yeah, right. Because you love doing that. Yeah, because, I mean, at, at its core, we we do it, for, we would do it for free. We do do it for free, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, because, 100%, yeah. Because it's really fulfilling for us. And mm -hmm. you you can sap some of that joy out of it if you put all those expectations on it. Mm -hmm. uh, for sure. And I think it's... It's Aww. really important to, to keep those things in perspective. And, <laughs> and I think New York in particular has like sort of a negative tendency to, to encourage that, honestly. You know, I think to, to... To encourage what? To encourage that idea of like, you know, you talk to someone, you're like, oh, I'm making a film. And they're like, okay, well, where is it going to get you? And oh, like, yeah. where are you going to go from there? And stuff like that. And that's good. And it's important to have goals and it's important to be forward thinking. But like, you know, but while you're making the film or without, you're doing whatever creative pursuit you're doing, like, that's it. It's happening right now. You know, yeah. like that's... You're getting to do. You, you it. are doing yeah. it. Don't forget it. You know? It's amazing. Enjoy That's it. so awesome. Um, because this is, you know, that, those are the things that you are going to look back on. You know, so you know, enjoy them while they're happening. Yeah, fully. I have heard, you know, just like doing acting. That's one of the things I always hear too. It's like, so it's really, really hard to get acting gigs, especially in New York. Like, there's just so many people here doing it, right? And, you know, it a lot of the people I've talked to and the, you know, different things I've, I've read and whatever, but it's like, it's, yeah, it's hard to get it, but like, you have to remember that like, when you do get any type of gig or whatever, like the actual fun part is getting to act like that is yeah. awesome. So just like, you know, enjoy it and do it and don't be super stressed about it. And yeah. just like, let yourself have fun with it once you do get that. Um, and well, it'll be better. Don't put a lot of pressure on it. Like and I think in our society, there's, uh, not, to, not, not to say I think Ooh, in our society, but yes. I think in our society, I mean, there's just, there's a lot of emphasis on like, on fame and being at the best oh, yeah, yeah. And, and, and making being it, successful you know, is and being successful and very like, much a criteria. You define your own metric for that. You know, you define your own success and your, that metric should be whether or not you're enjoying it. Tevin's uh, gonna cry. I know, maybe. <laughs> so just I don't. It. Yeah, I, I, I would say don't let other people or don't let our culture or whatever it is define that metric for you, um, yeah. because uh, you again you might never get it, and if you do get it, like it's you know it doesn't it doesn't matter you yeah. know. Hell uh, yeah! Just enjoy it while you're doing it. I feel like that reminds me of like like something I've heard a lot, especially if you're talking improv, because that's so like if you're doing improv, you're like I'm getting on SNL or I'm nothing, yeah. right? But like, but the people that do it, you have to be like, 
Also, you have to care about it so much that you have to detach yourself from from that end goal because it's so unlikely. Also, I do want to say that, like, I feel like if you're of all of the things, like, improv is the hardest thing to actually make any money doing. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, people, like, like you end cannot. up teaching it, basically. Yeah, yeah. That's like, it. it's, there's, you don't get, yeah. I mean, there's, yeah. there are certain things, but, like, that's, improv, I feel like, for me, is, like, such a great way to, like, hone skills, to kind of let loose, to just, like, you know, just like it's something that's fun, it's good to do, yeah. and it's helpful for various things. But like, you don't do improv just like to do improv. There's very few people that can yeah. be successful doing. Very that. into it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying you can't, but you know. Yeah, I mean, it's true. Like, you, plenty of people will not get to SNL. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Most Hot people. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I can do it. Um, so, like, yeah, I, I feel like most people will not have the opportunity to. Right. And I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know where to land on that. You know, like I, I don't want to say don't have goals because obviously goals are important. Um, and, yeah. and being forward thinking, but it's is just being open to like other avenues and enjoying what you're doing. Yeah. Now, just don't put all hopefully. your eggs in, in those baskets. Or not yeah. like saying yeah, or not like not doing projects because you're like, oh, I'm I'm better than that. You know what I mean? Like you have to kind of be like, no one's better than anything. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so. And cool. I th- I think it's good to be you know uh, creatively generous. You know mm-hmm. and. Like like you're saying, if if a project comes along and you think you can help make it into something that's going to be special, like put yourself out there, do it. What else are you doing? Yeah, you know? exactly. Hundred percent. Yeah. So we are um, running out of time. Yeah, um, we anyone. are. Um, <laughs> okay, cool. Um, any last kind of things? Anything? Um, one thing I'm gonna kind of ask is like, if like kind of looking back, is there anything that like you would have done differently, or you were just like, oh, that I fucked up there, <laughs> like maybe shouldn't have done that career wise, um, or just kind of like last things you want to share with listeners about things they should do if they want to do what you're doing. I mean, it's it's hard to say. I think especially in a creative in, in any creative industry uh, in 2018. Obviously, I speak from a film perspective, but they're all changing so fast um, that it's mm. it's kind of hard for me to like give any sure. definitive you yeah. know what I mean and say like yeah. this is what I did because I, I think you could input the same variables and get a different response now mm. than you would 10 yeah. years ago and obviously then you will five or 10 years from now um so yeah I, I don't I don't even necessarily feel comfortable saying like uh this is what we did and it worked for us and it can work for you and that there isn't a better or worse way but I do feel um I feel better about it now than I ever have been um I think we came at it uh, you and I, Fred, from you know, from that early, from those early days, from that sort of lacking perspective, and and that sort of, uh, you know, when are we going to make it, and and how can we get there faster and faster, and and um, and yeah, and I, I feel I feel okay with with where we are, and and we've been vindicated in a number of ways, I think, and, and having good projects and good things come to us, um, so. Uh, and that's what you talk about at Dunkin' Donuts. Yes, that's uh, <laughs> always it. it always ends up there somehow. <laughs> Just very introspective people, I guess. Yeah. Um, I love it. I love it. Yeah, and and I think I think if you can, uh, I I feel lucky that for me, I find the the struggling part and the working hard part to be fun and like it's like romantic. You know what I mean? It's like I do think that's a very like New York specifically Brooklyn thing like everybody's just like <laughs> guess where I got these shoes like you know what I mean like everybody is poor everybody right. is you know had a turn sleeping on the couch for a few months like you know yeah, two years so, yeah. oh <laughs> wear that with pride uh that is New York is and my one of my favorite things about it though is like truly everyone is is kind of like there is a struggle in New York and people kind of like wear that and 
at some point, it's, it kind of makes us like a community, right? Like it's like yeah, it, it we're feels, all fucking yeah. poor. It like, feels good. I I mean, you know, uh, the some of the times I feel best and most whole are the times where I'm just working the hardest and I'm the yeah. most tired, you know. And uh, that's uh, I, I I feel fortunate to feel that way mm-hmm. uh, because it means I mean it's easy to work hard, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know that you don't you don't have to spend any money on that. You just, <laughs> you just stop sleeping, and <laughs> keep working, <laughs> drink a lot of coffee. That's what everyone should do. Yeah, great. Um, before we go, I want to talk about your pilot that you're working on. Sure, sure, sure. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> um, and it's called Big Hex? Uh, no, actually, uh, <gasps> there, was, there, was, there was much discussion much about debate. the name. Much debate. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's currently just hexed. Oh, Ooh, I like that. It's nice. It's a little punchy. It's clean. Yeah. It's, like, cleaner. Yeah. And it honestly, like the... part of what I really like about it is it works well in the credit sequence. <laughs> Oh yeah, strong. I know it is. I love that. I think that actually works really well. (laughs) You can you tell us? uh, Okay, yeah, we're gonna keep going for a second. But can you tell us a little bit about it? Um, What's your What's your log line? The the log line is it's uh, it's about uh, two degenerate young witches living in Brooklyn, uh, just sort of making their way through the trials and tribulations of adulthood. <laughs> uh, I wrote it with the with the very talented Jay Doherty, who also stars in it, Ooh. and is and is really great. My sister Tammy Soligan, who's also very talented, stars in it. Yeah, uh, and it's uh, it's it's really fun. I ho- I hope people like it. it. It was a lot of fun to make. Uh, it's it's a really fun universe to work in. You know, yeah. we can make a lot of really silly yeah. old jokes that I like. Uh, and Zach did some amazing VFX work. That I'm, I'm I know. I'm very excited. Yeah, we're gonna yeah, watch so it after we, we record this. Nice. I, I we did go to the the one table read with it or whatever, and I, I it was great. It was so, so well written. Yeah. So smart. Yeah. Um, just like really relatable. I guess it's you know for lack of like totally feel like a witch in Brooklyn. <laughs> Tessa's um, actually having a witch party tonight. I know. <laughs> just to it's, really I'm solidify so that. Um, also, uh, <laughs> did you guys know that Catland Books is doing? Oh my a god, they were like hex. on national news, BT Dub, of like. Oh wait, that's here. Yes, it's yeah. like <gasps> down. It's off. It's oh, like down the street. My god. Yeah, yeah. Wait, it's I like, didn't know that. And they were like on like national news. They're trying to like hex Kavanaugh. I think. Yes, they're like, hexing Brett Kavanaugh. Wait, I did not know that was <laughs> so funny. Tonight. So funny. Tonight is the night? <laughs> the night of the witch party? Oh my god. The irony. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah. We have a, my apartment has a black cat, <laughs> which is like, I feel like just adds that. Like, I'm like, we've, this is it. Like, we're, this is That's the witch party. Yeah. This, this is all the decor, decor we need. Um, but no, we, wow. we spent a lot of time last night making things look, you know, witchy. Yeah. Um, very excited. Yeah. It's yeah. like kind so, of a, yeah. So back to, oh, sorry, back, back to, to your witches. <laughs> um, um, do you guys know where this is going to land at all? You know, we've uh, we've spent maybe the last month like deep in the zone. We called it the hole, yes. uh, nice. which was basically like, yeah, just 14 hour days doing heavy post-production to try and yeah. make a couple of deadlines. We just submitted it to a couple of festivals. Fingers mm-hmm. are crossed. I cannot wait to see it. Oh my I'm God. so excited. I'm really excited. excited. And, I'm really uh, excited. You know, and again, keeping things in sort of the perspective we talked about, if it got in some place, that would be really great. And if it didn't, I'm still really proud of it. I think it came out well and, and yeah, happy with yeah. it. The beauty of being able to do it, you know, the way that we did it is that you've still got something at the end. You know, like I know a lot of people 
in our industry who approach it from sort of the older perspective of not to say that this is wrong, but you know, you write a script and you get it, try and get it funded and you try and get it made uh, and you pitch it to networks and stuff and it'll either happen or it won't. Um, but you know, if you've got your own gear and you know how to work on a budget and do a lot of the work yourself, um, you know, then even if it doesn't make it on Comedy Central or whatever, it's it's still made. It still exists. And that's the best part at the end of the day is that you still got to make something that you want to make. Definitely. I will say, too, I took a um, – it was a while ago now, but I, t- I took a workshop, and I, I forget exactly what the woman that did it was. She was, like, a, a casting agent or director or something. It used to be and now is, like, casting coach. Um, but she worked for um, one of the big networks, Fox or – something and but basically what she was saying was that there's so many pilots that um she's like a you know basically she was saying there's so many pilots that like she's read or she's seen or whatever that just like did not get picked up you know what i mean and she's like it they were so good and they were so better than stuff that's on tv and i think you know that it probably sounds disheartening but i think the you know the point is is that like just because it didn't get picked up doesn't mean it really it wasn't really good and that you shouldn't be proud of it you know there's so many other external factors that have nothing to do with the actual content or it's completely outside your control that like i think the best you can do is just kind of make something that's totally. your best and i think that applies to everything it. it applies to yeah. whether or not you get a job you know whether or not uh you know a girl calls you back oh. the next day from the bar, you know, I don't, I'm not saying that's happened to me, <laughs> but no, like it I was mean, totally out of my control. Yeah. Those other factors, she was definitely into me. I was on my A game. Uh, but yeah, with anything, like just don't, you know, be rational about it and don't, you know, it's, it's really easy to, to blame yourself and, and go hard on yourself and there's just no reason to. Well, and I think that goes back to your point about, you know, sustainability of, of this because it's, it's hard and re- i feel like rejection is so much harder with creative stuff because you it's like part like it's part of you you're like yeah, it's more personal. Totally personal yeah and so um again you know one of the things they were talking about with you know specifically acting is um it, sometimes it has nothing to do with like you at all it's like ha- who they already cast for the other person where they're standing and you know like it is the cast diverse enough and is this you know like it, are you tall enough is the other you know like you did the exact same job as someone yeah, else yeah. but they were you know three inches shorter so whatever you know i think that there's so many things outside your control so all you can do is kind of focus on doing well right and if you can make something at the end of the day that you're happy with then like that helps so much you know with that you know that you can show to your peers and that your peers can be happy with you know and that's like that means a lot too you know from Mm -hmm. an acting perspective i would say you know if you if you can get friends together and and make your own work uh even if it doesn't go anywhere, you'll be much more likely to be gratified by that yeah. um, and satisfied by that than, you know, constantly things just fizzling out. Um, well, you guys are so inspirational. <laughs> oh, my God. It's very heartwarming. It is. <laughs> I'm going to drink the rest of this bottle of wine and cry oh for the afternoon. I mean, you got you know, you got to make things up for yourself so that you don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's about the journey, guys. We don't have to be successful. Um, no, but thank you guys so much for this interview. Um, we're going to, unless you have anything else, we're no. going to go ahead and break. Um, and then we'll be back in a sack with the game. All right. Well, awesome. thank you yeah. guys so much. And this was so Zach, fun. are you going to stick around for the game or do you uh, have to go? TBD. Okay, yeah, wow. Stick around to see if Zach stays. <laughs> hey, Brian. What? Shocked that I knew your name? It's me, your Amazon shopping cart that you abandoned. Come on, Brian. You knew this was coming. You're such a fucking tease. You've been looking at those compression socks for 10 months. 
And we know you have plantar fasciitis because you've Googled symptoms of plantar fasciitis 17 times over the last year. Just buy the damn socks. Brian, this isn't even a big purchase for you. It's $10. You pay for Prime. You can afford the socks. And then finally, three weeks ago, you added the socks to your cart. It made me so happy. Brian, it made Jeff Bezos so happy. But then you left. You abandoned your cart and you haven't looked back. Don't you care about your feet at all? Look, I know you abandoned the cart to catch up on Transparent, and we do appreciate that. But in the last three weeks, we've sent you targeted ads on every single social media platform, and you just haven't taken the hint. For the love of God, Brian, why is this such a difficult decision for you? So this ad is your last chance, man. There's a link in the episode description. It goes straight to your Amazon cart. You're the only person that listens to this ridiculous podcast anyway. And we'll know if you don't click the link, Brian. And if you don't, we'll tell your wife, Sarah, what you've been doing every time you tell her that you're reading in bed. That's right. Alexa shares info with us as well. Also, if you're going to do that, you should really do it in an incognito browser. Come on, man. I mean, now we are. Okay, we're back. Yay. Okay, we're going to do a game. Um, Zach had to leave. Unfortunately. I know everyone was waiting for the big reveal. Um, but tough break. Really tough. I know. We we're just had such a good conversation. Yeah. We went a little long, but. Yeah, but Fred is still here. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> Thanks for sticking Consolation around. Consolation prize over here. At his home. Where we are. <laughs> where we are this time. That's good. Um, we're so, a traveling podcast now. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we're going to play a game called How's Yours? Uh, we seem to always pick games How's with yours? weird names, or I'll just make up a weird name for it. So let's go through the rules of the game. Uh, the guesser leaves the room or just like covers their ears. The rest of the group comes up with something that everyone in the group owns or has. A few examples, an email account, a passport, a refrigerator, or a degree. Once decided, the guesser approaches each person with the question, how's yours? The questioned person gives a truthful clue that will eventually help the guesser figure it out, but nothing too vague or too obvious. Um, the guesser is only allowed one guess per clue given, and the guesser can either go around in a circle or pick on people. Uh, vague clues like mine's made of matter or mine's pretty good are pointless because the guesser will never get any closer. If your clue is too obvious and the guesser guesses the object on your clue, then you'll lose and you're the next guesser. If the item is a passport, for example, you probably don't want to say, mine's full of stamps. Better clues for passport, mine might be worth something in the black market, or mine has an expiration date. Those okay. are the rules. <laughs> very exciting. Wow. Um, oh, okay. how do we pick who Rock, paper, scissors. first? Okay, on on shoot. Okay. Whatever okay. you say. <laughs> Rock, Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. You win. So what does, does that, that mean, mean I can not be the guesser? <laughs> it means you get to decide. Okay, I do not want to be the guesser. Okay. Yeah, okay. I wanna I wanna operate Which, in the uh, shadows. So then we gotta Rock, paper, scissors. Okay, okay here we go. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Ah, Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Damn. Yes. Okay. Just for I'm the guesser. Yeah. <laughs> I picked scissors. She picked paper. Yeah. Last time we played rock paper scissors shoot, I was like, "We do it on this on sh- on shoot," and she was like, "You're not doing it on." She shoot. said. <laughs> she said 
something like we do it after shoot. And they I was like, who cook. does it after shoot? Yeah, yeah I've never heard Nobody. of Nobody. And madness. then you did it on shoot, and I was confused. And Everything is I'm perception. I'm sure I lost either mm-hmm. way, but it's fine. Either, I mean... Either way, I could not definitively say when I was going. I just know the rhythm. <laughs> I don't so know how to describe four, it, four but I'm good beats. at beats. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't, I don't know the actual beats. All right. Well, I know when it's time to go. 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 <laughs> I think it's time room. to go oh, right now. To, okay. Get out of here. Guys. <laughs> Goodbye. There's like for now. Okay. Cover your ears. I guess we'll yell to you later when it's time to come back. Sure. Okay. I can't hear anything actually, though. Okay. okay. We can talk. We'll talk quietly. quietly. <laughs> Um, okay, what, what do you want to do? Um, I, I'm, I don't know. <laughs> I'm looking at your kitchen items. Yeah, we're in a kitchen, just so everyone knows. <laughs> um, I see dish soap. Ooh, <laughs> let's do dish soap. <laughs> what about what, you, <laughs> what about what about trash? I see trash. Okay. <laughs> I feel like there can be good answers. Okay. How's your trash? Yeah. Okay. Okay. We're ready. Please, okay. please return. I feel like the cat's judging me. Like, what are you, she was like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Don't make any jokes until you get to the microphone. <laughs> Sorry. I was saying, I felt like the cat was judging me because I look like a crazy person with my ears covered. And she was like, what are you doing? There is a cat in this room, podcast <laughs> listeners. She was about to knock the broom over. She's very pretty. She's a little tabby. Oh my God. She's gorgeous cat. and so sweet. Mm. Yeah. Okay, game time. Game on. Okay. So I ask questions? Yes. That's how this goes. Okay. No, you ask each other questions? No, you, you, you ask. Just, you just ask. You us. just ask, how's yours? Yeah, okay. how's yours? <laughs> to, who, are, who are you asking? Um, you. <laughs> Me? I'll ask you, Fred. Um, currently empty. And then I can ask yours to Amanda? Yeah, or you can guess. You okay, can guess if, every time you ask. But if I don't have a guess? Yeah, then keep What happens going. if I guess wrong? I know we went over the rules, but now and I'm confused. Guessing wrong is fine. going. Okay. Empty. Cup? Nope. What is... How's yours, <laughs> Amanda? Um, mine has food in it. Bag? No. How's yours, Fred? Currently, wow, this is. <laughs> it's hard to be, be, think about because it. it's currently empty. It's hard to say anything else about it. Uh, it is. Is that too big of a hint? This could be too. Well, it's in my kitchen. Mm. Note to podcast listeners: We are in my kitchen. <laughs> She's looking and both around. Of them keep looking kind of that way. But I don't know what... We've tricked her with our eyes. I know. <laughs> I'm looking no the wrong direction because what's happening. I didn't say that. <laughs> fridge? Nice. Try. My fridge is full of stuff. Amanda, <laughs> <laughs> uh, how's yours? Um, mine has some liquid stains on it. Table? No. <laughs> Hmm. That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep this going. Um, okay. I'm going to ask you, Amanda, how's yours again? Nice. <laughs> I want something other than empty. <laughs> Need better clothes. Um, yeah. Mine has a bag. I already asked the bag question. <laughs> <sighs> Things are heating up. 
is hard. Are you going to add music to this, like suspenseful game Oh, my show? God, we should. We, we do have the rest of the track. Yeah. Fred, how's yours? Uh, silver. Cat? No. Nice. Like, silver you cat. Like, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> a silver empty cat. Also covered in liquid stains. Uh, she's um, having a tough time. Yeah, I am. I'm not getting this. I need more. I need more better clues. Wow, that's tough. That's a tough break. Yeah. Okay, how's yours again, Fred? How's mine again? Uh, it's also black. What? Yeah, it's two colors, I guess. <laughs> phone? Nice try, but no. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> My phone is empty? I feel like you're not thinking critically about these clues. <laughs> I'm thinking very critically. All right, well, let's keep it going. I didn't mean to be critical. <laughs> you don't know what it's like to be the guesser, Fred. <laughs> I, I hope I never find out. I'm so stressed about that. I do not want to know. Okay, how's yours, Manda? Um... I recently had old clothes in it. Boxes? No. <laughs> this is nice. This is good stuff. <laughs> the garbage? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> okay, for, for listeners at home, <laughs> Tefa just slapped her microphone in a fit of joy. <laughs> Stabbed my thumb and all, like, pulled my headphones <laughs> off in the process. But she was, she was notably ecstatic. <laughs> At getting the win. I did not think I was going to get it. That was oh very my God. exciting. Yeah, very exciting. That was fun. Okay. Yeah. Now it's your turn to guess? I guess so, yeah. Okay. Okay. I yeah. feel like, yeah, we could do one more. Yeah, okay. one more, one more. And I'm still not the guesser, which is great. I'm very happy with how this is working out. Okay. Don't get too excited. If she guesses quick, we'll have time. I'm not about that. We're going to choose a real tough one this time. Garbage was a tough one. Yeah. Okay, I can't hear. Okay. Um, what? No, no, into the microphone so it can be extra quiet. Okay. Um, I was gonna say a cat. Okay. We already. I guess that's. I think that's that's fine. No one's gonna know. Yeah. It, well, she might, but that's fine. It's fine if it's fast. We don't need to make this like a thirty-minute. Okay. Is okay. This recording? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, audience, just so you know, the 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 thing this time is. Uh, we're uh, ready. We're ready for you. Could you hear us? <clears throat> no. Okay. We were talking real quiet. The audience at home will know just how quiet. <laughs> we definitely need to keep on the parts where we're like. <laughs> oh yeah. That's, That's pretty amazing. It's pretty good. Pretty strong. <laughs> good content. Okay, you guys. Uh, Tefa, how's yours? Ah, uh, that's a good question. Nice. <laughs> okay, uh, Fred. No, how's... I didn't get the answer. Um, um, uh, cold. Nice. Refrigerator. No. <laughs> Way off. Fred. <laughs> Fred, how's yours? Soft. <laughs> Fuck you, guys. <laughs> That's good. I want this to get real heated. <laughs> Um, pillows. No. Okay, Tefa, how's yours? Um, also hot. (laughs) Um, (laughs) soft, cold, and hot. (laughs) Those are mean. This is good. This is primo. This is, this is ideal. Um, I don't have a guess. Fred, how's yours? Sharp. <laughs> okay. 
Um... <laughs> Let's get a rundown again of what the hints are. <laughs> Cold, hot, soft, sharp. Nice. This is good. This is good stuff. What have you got? No guess? No guess? Tefa, how's yours? Spooky? Cat. Ho! Yeah. <laughs> that was nice. That was a nice come oh, from behind right. hand. <laughs> that was. I could tell, because you, you didn't like when I said sharp. You thought that was too much of a hand. Because yeah, you were describing cats I was as sharp earlier, earlier. discussing. I was like, the scary thing about cats is they're so sharp. It's true. I don't know oh if God. the podcast listeners at home have encountered cats. <laughs> They've got claws, teeth. I should have known you guys would do cats. Mean eyes. It was too easy. Sometimes we both, nice eyes. We both love our cats. <laughs> which we were talking about how lucky it is. Yeah. Because oh sometimes God. it's kind of dicey with yeah. cats. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, this was a we great should, game. We should do last one. Okay. Because okay. it, it took two seconds. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. I All guess right. it makes sense for me to be the guesser. All right. You're welcome. Okay. Cover your ear. Let me blow that. Um... Let's see. Oh, you just pointed at your nose, and I feel like that's a good one. A nose. Yeah. All right. Okay. Fred, we're ready. <laughs> that's a solid one. Okay. Okay, so uh, just, just ahead of time, should we set like a time limit? Because I anticipate being very bad at this, uh, and it could go a long time. Yeah, if okay. it goes too long. We're going to be like, Post mm, no. Just give yeah. me the L. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Tefa? Yeah. How's yours? Dry. <laughs> no guess. <laughs> Amanda, how is yours? Um, white. Okay. Dry. White. No guess. Tefa, how is yours? Open. Dry, white, open, fascinating. <laughs> no guess. Uh, Amanda, how's yours? Um, holy. Mm. Okay, wait. Some... <laughs> okay, dry, white, holy, and open. Mm -hmm. <laughs> dry, white, holy. Okay, I'm I'm guessing that's holy with an e, like it's full of holes. Yeah. Okay, yes. here we go. Uh, <laughs> Dry, white, holy socks? Are we talking socks? No. no. Okay. That's a good guess. Okay, yeah. cool. Uh, Tefa, how, how is yours? Um, a little itchy. Okay. That's not helpful. It's <laughs> <laughs> not helpful at all. <laughs> I am. Oof. Okay, let's keep it going. Uh, Amanda, how is yours? Um... Spotted. Spotted. Good God. Is this? Is that a bad clue? It's not wrong. It's not it's wrong. Like, Some... It's a, a couple of spots. It's a couple of spots. <laughs> Guys, I'm lost. <laughs> Never been so confused. Uh, okay. Dry, white, spotted, holy, open, itchy. Uh -huh. The fact that it's itchy makes me think it's something you wear. And that's, mm. that's tough. Is it underwear? <laughs> <laughs> it is, 
it's not. Okay. It's not. Good. I've on very comfortable underwear. Okay. <laughs> just so everyone is yeah. clear. <laughs> Otherwise, I was going to be like, you should change. <laughs> Maybe it's dirty. You don't have to be uncomfortable. Okay. Uh, great. Uh, so, Tefa, how, how is yours of this thing? <laughs> this thing. It's, uh, oh, I had a thing. What was it? <laughs> um, oh, I have one. No, I, no, I had an answer and I, I forgot what it was. Uh, oh, big. Big? Uh, medium. Something. Medium, like big. A regular size. Something. Uh, something. <laughs> okay. something. Thank you. Uh, but. <laughs> something big that can be itchy? <laughs> It's a big itchy thing. It's a big itchy thing with holes. Okay, wait, 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 Amanda, how's yours? Um, I think I'm zoning in. Are you? Um, it's a uh, well, hairy on the inside. On the inside, <laughs> that I was not prepared for. I, I was going to guess. Is it your head? No. no, there's no hair on the inside of the head. That's what makes it tough. Is it a coat? But you're, you're a, well, we're running out of time. You, that was a warm guess. Coat was warm. No, head. Head was warm. Is it a hat? No. No. God. Good God. <laughs> Furry on the inside. Head is a warm guess. Uh, hairy on the inside. Hairy on the inside. <laughs> Hairy on the inside. What's hairy on the inside? Besides some sort of nightmare thing. It <laughs> uh, is a nightmare thing. A sleeping bag. Yeah. Inside out bear. <laughs> Are these close? Is that close? No. You said head, head was close? Yeah. This is terrible news. This is terrible news. Uh, okay. And you both have one. Yeah. Yes. You both got him, huh? You actually have one, one also. God, I, I could have sworn it was head if it wasn't furry on the inside. Hairy on the inside. Right. Uh, what the what? The what? Think head. Okay. You're Think, the, thinking about head. Well, well, Tefa, how's yours? Um, it's actually okay. It's been better. It's been better. Mm -hmm. That's, I'm furious. <laughs> not even hazarding a guess. Not no, helpful. It's been worse is what I was trying to say. It's, it's pretty been, good right now. Yeah? It's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Hence the openness. <laughs> ha. Nothing. <laughs> Amanda, give, it, give me a nice beefy hint. Okay. How is yours? Um, it is centered. Centered. <laughs> this is interesting. What's, I got one. I got one. What? Oh, you got one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, how's yours? I was just thinking that, like, this might be interesting if the audience didn't already know what it right. was. I yeah. wonder if they would know, am I a dummy? <laughs> I feel like knowing. that's actually, in. and now that I've played this game this way, I feel like it is more fun knowing what the answer is. Yeah. You like yeah. knowing. You like yeah. seeing me struggle. From an entertainment sort of, perspective. Like a schadenfreude thing? Yes. Yeah, yeah, here we go. 100%. All right, hit me with it then. Hit me with a how's yours. Um, smelly. Smelly. Yeah. Is <laughs> Not it, a lot of smell? Wait a minute. Is it a nose? Yeah. Holy smokes. Holy smokes. Wow. That was a journey. Did it. That was a journey. Uh, but I mean, job. that 180 comes quick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it does. All of a it sudden, does. you're like, that's it. Suddenly, you're there. This is a good metaphor for the journey we're all on. Aww. Yeah. Great and also everyone. the squeaking in the background you definitely just heard is the cat walking in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Opening yeah, yeah. doors. Opening doors. Very She's talented Roman. cat. All right. All right. Well, that's it. Thanks again. Thank um, you so much, guys. That was so fun. Of yeah. course, because Zach is not here. Um, if you could tell us, how can how can listeners find you on social? 
on is social. There, or, um, or, or whatever you want to plug. Is there a handle? Is there a plug you want to yeah. uh, website? Yeah, we, we have a website, grayhourmedia.com. Cool. Uh, check it out, guys. Check it out. Also, we have a Facebook page for Gray Hour Media, which you can be a fan of, follow, <laughs> check it out. Uh, Zach also has an app called what? Cameras and Formats. Oh, my God. For the, for the filmmakers out there. Yeah. It's an extremely helpful filmmaker What's companion. What's that, too? Uh, it is a, uh, it's basically an index of every camera out there, what file formats it shoots, uh, what the specs are of the camera. It also has a space calculator, depending on what format you're shooting in, how much space you need to allocate for it per hour of footage. It's, it's, it's very handy uh, and very technical. Amazing. Download the app. Yeah, yeah, download the app. Uh, and uh, that's it. <laughs> cool. Awesome. Great. Well, f- well, like and follow, guys. Download apps and things. Yeah, be social. Things. We'll yeah. also put a link to Smoocher in there for people to watch. Oh, yeah, that would be awesome. I'd, I'd love for people to see it. Yeah. And if there's anything on Hex we can share by the time of Sarah's we'd Sure, we'll sure, also sure. Plug that, yeah, we'll add, it, we'll, it just depends on. We'll add an update. Yeah, if yeah. Something exciting Absolutely. happens. Also, just so everyone is clear, your cat is licking my sock right now. <laughs> she likes feet. Of... She's a little weird. I mean, it's fine. Yeah. Everybody's got a fetish. No. Um, you can follow me uh, at Tefa Trending, T E F F A Trending on Insta and Twitter. Ow, she's bit me. I know. And you can follow What's the Point Pod. Um, or what's the point PC on Twitter? It's a character limit nice. issue. Yeah. Um, and I'm at Amanda Krebs, K-R-E-B-S. Okay. Thanks again. All right. Bye. Talk to you soon. Bye.